Hey, I'm Nathan Clark. And I'm Danny Rubio. And you're listening to The Nerd Bird Show. That's right. All right, we got some awesome stuff coming for you today. Uh, first, Our little first segment will be about comic TV shows like Arrow, Flash, Constantine, Gotham, all the good stuff that you're really watching. And then our second segment will be covering games, upcoming video games that are coming out. And if you want a little bit more information on gaming, you should check out the Little Big Cast. They're awesome. That's at Little Big Cast on Twitter. Check them out on iTunes and all the other social media social medias because they do awesome stuff. Now, uh, we're also going to talk about the news of uh, the news just regular new nerdy news that's coming out with uh, new trailers and uh, who's playing what in other shows. And so that's uh, that's what we'll be talking about. The final things we're just going to talk about a little nostalgia, stuff that we watched when we were kids because they don't make cartoons like they used to. No, they don't. That is absolutely right. Let's let's start with our first uh, segment, though, um, comic shows right now. One of me and Dan's – should I – should I call you Dan, Danny, Daniel? You can call me Rubio. That's probably because... Okay, I'll call you Rubio. I think all my friends who are my real friends call me Rubio. Okay, I'll call you Rubio then. I guess we're on the, the real friend. Uh, we've made it there finally. We, we're making a podcast. <laughs> I'm assuming that we're friends. We're friends enough to call me Rubio. Okay, good enough. All right, let us begin. So, um, while Dan Rubio, while Rubio was talking about uh, the segments... I pulled up my Instagram and just got blown away by Brandon Routh's Adam suit. We've finally seen the first picture of it. And let's let's just describe it to you a little bit because it's – I've been wondering how it was going to be pulled together because we know that Felicity – if you've been watching, we had a discussion, you know, are you a Felicity Felicity lover or a Laurel lover? Because those are the things, you You know. You can't be both. You can't be – It's impossible. You can't do both. It's – you just – but I don't know. So I, I guess I started out as Laurel. I know. Laurel is the best. But Felicity, I just, I don't know. She's hot and she's <laughs> geeky and I'm digging. I like And the she's so freaking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, I, I don't mind Felicity. She's, she's fine. But man, this season, season three, she has been killing me. Well, you know, it, you know, Oliver's, di- you know, died. And the fact that they can't, like, you can't. I can't have you because I'm going to die someday. <laughs> yeah, that whole exactly. thing, you know, it's hard. It's it's hard for them to do the thing. So the 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 picture that we have of the Adam suit is black and red. It's kind of like a a mix of an Iron Man yeah, suit. Yeah, I was going to say and, that. Very Iron Man-y. And like Captain America and Iron Man meet together and in a suit. did you ever see that Rollerball movie? Yes, but it was way back. I like. I don't know if I, it I saw looks it like twice. a lot like that. His mask does because he's got the visor going on. I mean, it's not obviously it's not an Iron Man helmet with the full face. He's actually got a clear visor that covers just his nose and his eyes. I think it's cool though. It's I, it's very comic-y, like I, the Adam in the comic. I agree because you know the Adam was it was he's a scientist. He he made he made his suit and I like that it's got the leather underneath as like his base and then it's got the mm. mechanical thing. It look it's looking dope. And if you do see it and you think, "Oh, he's lying. It does not look like the Adam suit in the comic." It actually does. In the Brightest Day comic, uh the Adam has a visor on his costume because he goes into like Firestorm's mind to help split Ronnie and whoever the other guy was but yeah so I mean I think I'm excited to see what happened I've been waiting for this moment for a while because I'm like it's been like 
they've been building this up. He's been working little by little to exactly, make the suit, yep. and his suit was kind of like the gloves were a little finicky. You were like a little worried about how it was really going to come out. But I've been impressed with all of the DC like actual production work of the shows, and Arrow's been one of the the great ones because they start they started with Arrow and they've kind of grown from there. Uh-huh. But the I wonder how they're going to do with Adam. It's going to be interesting to have the Adam, the Black Canary, um, Arsenal, and um, Arrow all in the in one show. It will be. It, it will be really interesting. I, I, I'm excited just because I'm excited to see the take that they they do on making somebody small. I mean, we have Ant-Man coming out soon with uh, Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. And so... You know, who knows? Maybe it's going to be different. I know the way that they portrayed Quicksilver in X-Men Days of Future Past is a little different than The Flash, but it it works. And so I'm and I'm even more excited to see how they portray Quicksilver in Avengers Age of Ultron. So I'm excited to see how they do the Atom as well. Yeah, it's going to be it's very, very interesting. I think the let's uh, going with uh, let's move over to The Flash because, it's you know, coming. I I'm digging the Flash. Me too. It's so good. I have to say the fact that they had uh, Captain Cold and um, what's the fire guy's name? I uh, escaped me. Oh, uh, what is his name? It's not. I, I was Inferno. Oh, what's his name? Uh, I might have to look it up. He's uh, so cool though because he's got the burnt arms. Yeah. He's, so well, those two characters. If you've seen Prison Break, they're the brothers in yep, Prison Break. Yeah, the brothers and I and, knew that. I've seen that. And show, yeah. I, I think they make the best, best like brother or like teammate looking thing when they i found do. out that he was captain cold i was like sold so good <laughs> it's so funny though because they're the exact same actors too it's the exact same actor and the exact same like characters type because yep because captain cold's the clever one he's the clever one and in prison break he was like cool like methodical yep. he like tattooed the whole like schematic on his on his whole body yeah so i just think that p- the character choices in the in in um in the flesh right now is awesome now my thing is i thought it was really interesting that they brought in the speed force. So if you if you read the comics of the Flash the Flash comics, you know that um, the speed force becomes a huge thing, especially yep, as does. as the flashes start. You know, as they progress to new flashes, the, they they either get absorbed into the the speed force. I think I believe Flashpoint comics the the Flashpoint uh, Flashpoint series has some of the speed force for sure yeah right. definitely and so i'm interested to see how that all plays out because yeah or, isn't it originally isn't it that because we're gonna see the flash start going back in time and stuff like he's gonna be dealing with time and it's gonna be rad it's gonna be i think oh heat wave captain cold and heat wave heat wave that's yeah the name. there it was go. heat wave so um i think that it's so i i'm really enjoying the what i think is really good is when they had the crossovers is that they showed that you know um, Flash was more of the the natural com- uh, you know comic superhero saving the world being winner and having Arrow you know dealing with those real life struggles of mm-hmm. um, different things um, and even that's been done in the comics way in the past they you know they dealt they were one of the first comics that dealt with real issues like using drugs and and other things but um, the Flash man I'm I'm really excited just to see this what they're gonna do with uh, Professor Zoom I have to say too like I've been very impressed with the way that they've handled the special effects like it feels like a big kid show absolutely I don't they DC like, has when, done it smart when uh, Ronnie flew away like when he became Firestorm and, and he's he, like don't follow me and he flies <laughs> off you're just like what the heck I'm like, oh my gosh they like they just turned uh, you know, the human torch right here right yeah, now and it got made, so exciting um, I was like, legitimately, I felt, I feel at least, that currently DC is 
owning oh yeah owning the tv space and owning I, <laughs> and i think that it's going to reflect in they're doing you know the batman versus superman dawn of justice i think it's going to reflect oh, i in hope that. so i pray that that movie's going to be good because they've been spending a lot of time and especially with all especially with the flash the flash tv show and having the justice league in a couple of years like if they don't if they fail somewhere in here those movies are going to tank. Yeah. But if they I do, w- if they continue doing what they're doing now and they pay off in the Batman versus Superman, I think that the Just League is going to dominate. Like, it's going to come out and it, you, people are going to be surprised with the what, what's going on. It's, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I'm, I'm a little scared, though, just because, I don't know, I guess, not really scared, but something I don't understand is why have different actors and incorporate a different universe. Why not keep the TV universe in the cinematic universe, you know? Are they Stephen change? Amell is an awesome Arrow, as yeah, they, is uh, uh, whoever plays The Flash. What's oh, his name? he's a new actor. Um, he, he was in... Uh, uh, he was in... He was in Glee. Yes. It's uh, Grant Gustin. There we go. And Ezra Miller, who is portrayed... In he he's in the Perks of Being a Wallflower and he did an awesome job. He was a homosexual in that show, um, and I don't know though. Like I just I guess I see him in that role. Mind you, I haven't seen him in other roles, so I'm not sure. And I just don't know if I could see him being the Flash like Grant Gustin. But you know, I'm still hopeful. But I just don't get. I don't know why not keep that. Keep what they have. I don't know, and I think maybe. I mean, DC, the fact, you know, the, the new 52 comic book series, like, yeah. they, they've revamped, like, the storyline, so I'm not That's sure. true. Like, I'm not sure if they're trying to go with two, like, two different venues, like, people who watch TV more than they watch movies. Yeah. You know, who knows? I don't know. And that makes sense. That, that completely does make sense, but even then, like, I mean, Superman was kind of rough for them. Mm-hmm. Like, they kind of, you know, the new Superman movie. Um, Did you like it? I had my, I, I'm in the middle. There yeah. are some days I like it more, and some <laughs> days I'm like, oh, come on, guys. See, I liked it. I, I watched it, and I, maybe I'm just biased because I, I love a Zack Snyder film, but uh, he, I don't know. I, I liked it a lot. Like, I totally understand where people are coming from where they're like, Superman destroyed the city. Right, and- right. But, I mean, like, I think that um, too often we think of Superman as the start off like as the superman that has had lots of practice yeah because almost always and that's the argument yeah right because superman he like in especially in the in you know like the old superman movies he was already superman for like mm-hmm. many years he's been like he's been doing this thing kind of like always and in the comic book series um they haven't done a lot of that and that's where i think dc's kind of like trying to, to realize this guy was an alien and he grew up on on planet Earth, but he didn't really know about his powers. And he's discovering them, and then he—it's finds- an origin story. It's an origin story, right? Yeah. And so there's got to be some sort of like, you know, this weird change. And so I thought that the first half was really well done. You know, him growing up and, and finding who he was and kind of discovering so, and then facing Zog. Mm-hmm. Um, I—it was so Zack Snyder, like just the the way it came out. But I thought it was well done. Yeah, I agree. I I've heard something. I mean, I haven't gone back to watch it. Just to like see if this is true, but I've heard that Superman, when he is fighting General Zod, that he uh, punches him up towards the sky or towards like the fields. He doesn't punch him into the buildings, but oh. Zod does it. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe that was done on purpose. Maybe not. But I I don't know. Like there were a, th- a few things that killed me, and I think one of them that got to me was when 
Kevin Costner, Paul Kent goes out to save the dog. This is like, just oh, leave the dog, man. Yeah, well, but I'm not a dog person, so I guess really? I. You're not a dog. Well, I've never owned one, so. Oh, that's that, that's that's been my thing. Yeah, it's interesting. So, all right, uh, now the couple of the ones that we um, haven't got as much hype because they're on other networks, but they're still really good. Gotham. Gotham. Now I haven't, like you, I'm not fully caught up, but Gotham. I feel like the grit of what Gotham was, um, and um, uh, Gen- or what's his name, the um, main character that Gordon, Gordon, yeah, Gordon, James Gordon, James Gordon, man, the guy who is playing James Gordon right now, he's he's kicking butt. He is. I'm ready for him to grow that mustache, but oh, <laughs> give him the mustache. <laughs> no, Ben McKenzie. That's uh, the actual one. No, no. Ben McKenzie uh, is James oh, the actor Gordon. For James Gordon, and okay. uh, I think he's doing a great job. The actor that plays Bullock too, his partner. Oh yeah, his dirty partner. His man, dirty he's part- so good too. He's like one of my favorite reasons of that movie, of that television series too. I I really like his partner. Robin Lord Taylor is the is Oswald Pinner. Oh uh, my gosh, Oswald Cobblepot is such. A, he's so creepingly brilliant in that show. It's it's incredible. And it, I think they're doing a great job. Uh huh. You know, building who the penguin was because he's he's such a weird Batman character. But, yeah, he is. But uh, very peculiar. But uh, I think that they're doing what they're doing with Gotham is super well. And you know what I think is boss, Alfred. Alfred, yeah. <laughs> like I'm like different story for him. He's like a badass military guy. He's like I'm gonna take and it. Kind of it kind of fits in because then he's older in when in the actual Batman series, so okay. we don't see him a lot. But he's always there. Like he's always manning the cave. He's at home and he's he's doing stuff, mm-hmm. and so it kind of like I feel like it's given us the story of who Alfred really was. I agree, I agree. And with so, that. I'm interested. Like I'm interested to see how far they take this Gotham. Yeah, me too. As far as it being a Batman television series without Batman, it's it's awesome. It's kicking butt. Yeah, it's pretty good. I I agree. So I'm excited about that. And then Constantine. I'm not gonna say I don't like it. I just I never read the Hellraiser comic books so that's why I've never had an interest in watching it but I've heard he's a really good John Constantine the actor that's, that's playing him that's what I've, been, I've heard too I think that John I see, I've watched a couple episodes and I'm not a huge like Supernatural it's kind of got a Supernatural see I'm the same way yeah I'm not a huge I don't su- like Supernatural the show um, <laughs> we, we won't broadcast this we'll just make sure to keep this <laughs> under radar but no um, I know that uh, I think Constantine is I think it's it's having a little rough start, but I think that it's going to come into its own to its own audience. I hope so. I hope it doesn't get canceled. Me too. That's what I fear. I, I fear that too. So, um, and then also, what just what I wanted to mention this segment quick before we end it is that they've got a new DC TV series coming out, Supergirl, and it's coming to uh, CBS, which is kind of like you, you're kind of scared because you're just like it's on CBS because it's with the uh, Agent Shield, right? Yeah. But, no, 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 uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is ABC. Oh, you're right, you're right. CBS owns CW Ooh. in some way or another, so we can see Supergirl team up with Arrow or The Flash. That would be interesting. So, that would be- and the, they picked the act- actress recently. Um, her name is, she's in the Glee television series. She's a brunette. She's like, she wasn't in the, the first season, but she was in the, like the third season. And it's just kind of funny that they keep choosing people from like Glee because that's where the Flash actor came from too. He, he was in Glee, but it should be interesting. Her name is, uh, uh, what is her name? Something weird. So, no, it's not something. I wonder if it's because like 
you know, they Glee's they have to be pretty talented. Yeah, and I I don't know. Maybe, I, I mean, I guess like it's as he's uh, as Nate's getting that. No, we. I'm like I'm digging the storylines of these TV shows of how well we fall in love with the characters. Yeah, me too. Melissa Benoist. Melissa Benoist. Yeah. Have it, guys. I said she had a weird name because her last name's Benoist, and it makes me think of moist, which is just a weird word, I think. Oh, true story. <laughs> I was having a conversation with my wife, and I was like, moist is just a weird word. And she's like, why is it weird? It's, it I'm is. like, just say it, moist. No one likes it. No one. Moist. Now add panties to that. <laughs> Doesn't work. Too far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Batman does not go. For the no, I'm gonna stop right there. <laughs> so let's take it away with uh, up and coming trailer movies. Okay. Oh no, we're going. Yeah, up, movies. Upcoming video games. Video games. There we go. And I don't know why we're talking about this because me and me and Rubio were talking at the beginning. We we're saying, you know, we don't really play a lot of video games. But we want to give you guys the news. We're not so yeah, much. For sure. We're not gonna talk about this stuff. But we do want to know. We want to give you guys just a low down of what's kind of coming out for sure and i will say that i'm a huge i'm a huge nintendo fan so i do have a, a wii u uh, i wish i had a 3ds because zelda the legend of zelda majora's mask is coming out on uh it's coming out on the 3ds and man it just it looks so awesome because it's an hd it looks beautiful and they've incorporated a few things into it to make it better than the last one i mean if you've played Majora's Mask, you probably had problems getting through it because there's three days and the days go really fast yep. and it's just confusing and difficult. Well, they've incorporated a song that you can play which allows you to go into any day and like any time of the day. So oh. it'll be so much easier. That'd be nice because I think you know, a lot of people will be happy with that. Yeah, that is coming out in, on the 13th of this month. Of this month, um, yeah. As well as Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. Um, Dead or Alive 5 is. last round is also going to be coming on the 17th of this one. So, oh, and if you Kirby fans, for the 20th of this month, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Anyways, but um, the Order 1886 is a huge Sony game. Actually, this is a huge game that was, um, I went to CES, and that was one of the games that was talked about. But like we said, if you want to lo- know a little bit more about other games coming out, listen to the Little Big Cast, because they talk a lot about, especially Sony Sony games on the PlayStation 4. Or, yeah, yeah, they're pretty biased. They are pretty biased, <laughs> but they, they do talk about a lot of games. But there, so. And there is a Nintendo fan in there, so that's yeah. Rachel Hernandez. So, uh, but I'm, I, so I used to be a huge gamer. And what happened? Really? Oh yeah. But the problem was is that I like women a little more than I like gaming. <laughs> and my Xbox died. And so I had more oh, time. No. It wasn't like, oh I can so game. It's date money or video game money. <laughs> and then it became date money. And then I never fixed my Xbox and now I don't have anything. And I'm like, I want one, but I can't justify myself to buy one just yet. Yeah. Like, I can be like, wife. Can I have this? And she'd be like, no. That money's going for the baby. Going Don't. towards the baby. We got to buy clothes. <laughs> exactly. Man, I don't. have you had that happen yet where your wife just randomly comes home with clothes every yes. day? She, hey, I thought this looked cute for the kid. It's like, what were you doing at Target anyway? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife, she, came, she went to Costco and she came, look what I bought. And I'm like, I'm going to be a dad. <laughs> like, it's like, well, why are we buying clothes so early? But uh, yeah, we're both expect we're both soon to be dads. That's true. I'm having one in June. It's a boy, and and I'm gonna ha- have a girl in July. Yeah, we'll six. stop talking about this now, though. All right, so it's not nerdy enough. Not, yeah. not nerdy enough. No, it's okay. 
Just uh, goes to show you how human we are. We're not just nerds. That's right. Uh, yeah, next next week we'll have a better outline of what cool games are coming out. Yeah. Uh, next segment, though, that we want to get into is news as far as films, uh, rumored we like to talk about rumored things, even though you know that they're not for sure for gonna sure. happen. But they excite me, and one of the things that excites me the most is uh, Disney has come out and said that they want Chris Pratt. They're looking at Chris Pratt as uh, Indiana Jones. Now, whether it'll be a reboot or a continuance of the the old uh, uh, of the old Indiana Jones trilogy, I mean, I'm not sure. But man. Chris Pratt is Indiana Jones. Chris Pratt is dominating right now. Let's be yeah, serious. If Guardian, Guardians of the Galaxy launched rock, or rocket launched him into like every, every what's a uh, Harrison Ford sort of uh, spot. Like the guy is pulling. He's doing. He's bringing another like generations headers forward for us yeah and if you think about it i mean think of all the movies he's got coming out he's got jurassic Jabar, world jurassic world which looks i'm oh, so excited looks i'm so excited for it i was telling my wife amazing. i was like you're so excited for that. i'm like yes i am i'm like, <laughs> it's like is it coming up before the, the baby yes okay i can do it <laughs> and no he's doing that he's also doing uh so possibly this uh indiana jones uh reboot or some sort of continuous thing yeah um He's also got another movie call, coming out called uh, Cowboy Pirate Ninja. Have you seen that? What? It's written by the same writers that wrote John Wick with Keanu Reeves. And basically, he's a dude with the abilities of a pirate, a ninja, and a cowboy. It sounds way awesome. And they just attach some directors. I'm not familiar with the directors, so I honestly couldn't tell you. But um, it, it's, pretty, it's pretty exciting. It looks... It looks really. I mean, it doesn't look. I. It's not out yet, but it sounds very interesting. You mean Cowboy Ninja Viking? There. Oh, yeah. It's not a pirate. I got that confused. Yep. Almost, Cowboy Ninja Viking. Almost a pirate. He should be a pirate. Come on, Vikings are way more uh, BA. Yeah, Vikings are pretty sweet. I'll Have give you seen you that. the Viking TV show? I haven't. I need to. I. Uh, my brother. I constantly keep, talks about. I it. I keep trying to start it, and every time I start it, like I. It takes. It's a little slower to get started, but I feel like it's gonna be. I feel like it's awesome. Um, <laughs> Tell me, Chris Pratt's not oh, Indiana Jones. Did you I, see that picture? Yes. So he's showing me a picture. Is this like a? It's a photoshopped picture of Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, but with, with Chris, Chris Pratt's, Pratt's face. face. Yeah. It, he, he looks, looks just like, like and he's got the charming humor that he, could be serious but funny. I agree. I think Chris Pratt. I'm so happy you're you're happy about this because a lot of people say, no. well, Indiana Jones shouldn't be rebuted. Okay, rebooted. listen, I'm going to tell people out there, if you can't do it with change, then you're never going to like new movies. Like, yeah. legitimately, like, I'm a fan of Indiana Jones and the everything, like, the old classics that as I was growing up, I love, right? Uh-huh. And as adults, as, you know, their early adults, as they were growing up, these movies are coming down, they were like, oh, these are great, you know, newlyweds that were at that time of age so like I understand that but I see these great actors coming out and these reboots that are coming out that are doing great jobs mm-hmm. and so, I, I think a lot of people they they look at reboots and they think well why are they redoing it like the Spider-Man one yeah or or it's just like their their movies like I, I feel like they're thinking that the the trilogy of Indiana Jones is going to be long forgotten. No, it's it's still there. It'll always be at your best buy. You'll always be able to purchase Indiana Jones, the Indiana Jones trilogy, because um, they're great movies. But you know what? 
Indiana Jones is such a huge franchise that Disney's going to make a bunch of money off of it. So there's nothing you can really do about it. So you might as well just enjoy the the movies coming out. That's that's the way that I look at it. Right. You know, because I I've gotten in in discussions with people that just think it shouldn't be reboot rebooted, shouldn't be happening, and it's just like it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen no I matter mean, what, and you should well, just enjoy it. Let's be serious. Like the character itself of Indiana Jones and like the storyline is so great that you can't want to redo it mm-hmm. because then like because kids, you know how kid, you know younger generations they get they they're like, oh, that's such an old movie. Yeah. I don't want to watch that old movie, but it's such a great one that you know you want to be able to re-emulate that inspiring figure. For, for sure, not, for a younger generation, and so you know, reboots are great for that. Although you know, I love the classics. Sometimes you just get you know, gotta get some good, fresh, new, new eyes. And that's the thing, Rubio. You can still love the classics and yes. watch the new ones. It's uh, not gonna ruin anything. Exactly. And if you think <laughs> it's gonna ruin something, then uh, go take some chill pills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take a chill pill. Now let's talk or about two, or three. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the Fantastic Four reboot. Um, what are your thoughts on the trailer? I I liked the trailer. Of course, there were all those, uh, you know, comic fanboys that were just upset about it. But you know what? I just when it said from the creators of X-Men Days of Future Past, I was just like, yes. you know, this could be good because that was a freaking good movie. I completely concur. Um, the I think that the trailer looked, it looked a little more serious than, because I think when the first uh, Fantastic Four came out, it was like the the beginning of like, you know, these comic books, uh, sort of, um, shows, especially for like Marvel, because mm-hmm. I mean, X-Men was coming out through Fox, but X-Men was, not, who doesn't love X-Men? Like it's oh, yeah. like, they had the, they had solid characters for that. And so it just was, uh, it was cool to see, uh, the, the first, um, um, uh, Fantastic Four, but I felt like it was just too generic. It was like, they picked all these like, um, good-looking people to just play these characters that weren't heartfelt that could do it. So I'm yeah. hoping the characters are played better through this new um, the only Four. The only problem that I have with it is I, I think that the cast looks great. I mean, we've got Miles Teller. We've got Kate Mara. We've got uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan, which, you know, a little – which some people were upset about because, you know, he's he's black. He's not – what Johnny Storm looks like, but mm. you know that doesn't matter. He, it, it, he's he's a great actor. He's very talented. And then who do we have as a uh, who's the thing in the new Fantastic Four? It's the, Ben. Uh, the new thing will be it's Jamie Bell. There we as go. As Ben Grimm, yeah, and, and he's very talented as well. He was in the Snowpiercer. Um, he's in King Kong. He, he was he's been in a lot of good movies. He was in he's Jumper. The voice of Tintin. Um. Jumper doesn't do him any justice. No, it doesn't. Because <laughs> that was an awful movie. King but. Kong using King Kong. But the only thing that I don't like about it is Miles Teller has come out and said that he wants to put his own approach to Reed Richards, so he's refused to read the comic books. And I think that's oh. a very stupid thing to do, especially well, hope- to say to people, you should just say you're reading them. Right, and then not do it <laughs> yeah, just so exactly. that they feel okay with you. You know, that is that is going to be <laughs> – that'll be uh, – It'll be it'll be interesting. Uh, the director that's directing is a guy who I don't really know. Josh Trank. He did Chronicle. Yeah, Chronicle was a huge movie uh, that a lot of people enjoyed, 
and what was it? Uh, uh, just a bunch of high school kids. They stumble upon something uh, underground is, and they get superpowers. I, oh, I was on my mission when this came out, so I had no. Oh, uh, okay. Have you seen sense. it? I haven't seen it, but I, I mean, I heard it was pretty good. I heard it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I don't know. As I guess where I kind of get my um, who I listen to when it comes for, to like you know whether a movie's going to be good or not. I I look to towards the creators, I guess, and um, Mark Millar. He's he's a uh, a comic book writer and he did help start the ultimate fantastic four and he i think he's actually seen it and he said he liked it a lot and then we have matthew vaughn who was the director of x-men first class he's also got kingsman secret service coming out that one gas i'm so excited for i thought it was going to come out here in um, it's coming out soon, March or well, it's coming out in March, but I thought it was yeah. coming out sooner. sooner. I think it was. It was I supposed think, to. I think they pushed it back. I think, uh, yeah, I think they did, and I think they were deciding whether to take it with a R rating or PG thirteen, and oh. I think they just decided to to just keep it at what it was. But I'm so excited. I, I saw I saw the first trailer for that. I'm like, this looks sweet. It looks great. It, I'm excited. Me too. It's got a fantastic cast. We'll we'll have to go see it together. So and we'll review it here. Yeah. So uh, what's the, uh, oh. Um, Daredevil. Daredevil. We have to talk about this. Oh. So, um, so they just released the teaser today, which was only 15 seconds. Second. But it was, in it, uh, the words that came out of his mouth was like, uh, I got to protect the city or something like that. Not that, but it was something similar to And that. he wasn't wearing, you know, he wasn't in the red tights or the yellow tights which yet. Which I'm excited for, because uh, in the original comics, that's he's, got, true. he's got like that bandana thing going on. He does. And he, he's got like that ninja-esque thing instead of just a, like a devil looking anyways I love Daredevil I, I think you took I think he, they took the, the right approach I agree because in Frank Miller's uh, run in Daredevil you're right he does he looks just like that he starts with that and Charlie Cox is gonna be an excellent Daredevil like he is great in uh, uh, Charlie Cox is fantastic in Stardust mm-hmm. as well as what what show is he in he's in Empire what's it called Oh, uh, uh, it's got, it's got, what's his name? Oh my gosh, this is going to drive me. Boardwalk Empire. Oh, there we go. And he, he was I haven't seen anything of that, that but I heard that's good. So. My thing, um, I, I didn't know he was in Theory of Everything, but I've heard. He's, I didn't he's, know he was in that either. He's actually, he's been, I've heard a lot of him, like, especially on Twitter. That yeah. He's like, he's coming out, like, they're like, his guy is awesome. Oh, good. Have you seen pictures of him, like, just dressed as uh, Matthew Murdock? Yes. He looks so cool. Oh, man. With so, the glasses yeah, and the cane and stuff. He so looks good. just like Matt Murdock from the comics. I, I'm excited. I'm hoping, like, and my thing is that all the, so, so I've watched, I haven't, I've watched House of Cards. I've watched, um, I'm watching Marco Polo right now. Okay. And everything that Netflix is coming out with, like original content or uh, Arrested Development, um, they are putting good quality. Oh, and they're getting cinematography, several... like good quality storylines. And it, what I love about it is it's all going to, people going to binge watch it. Yeah. And it's going to go crazy. And all of their shows are critically acclaimed. I mean, yeah. Uh, Orange is the New Black yep. got several nominations at the Emmys as well as the Golden Globes. Uh, so has uh, House, House of, of Cards. Cards. And, in fact, Kevin Spacey won a Golden Globe for his role. He better so. have because, I mean, that guy, his his character in House of Cards. And is, what's his name in it? Uh, uh, Frank Underwood. Did you know that people have started to name their kids Frank? Like, Frank's a popular name because of House of Cards. I bet you anything that <laughs> I, I can. The guy. That's funny. He, so... 
I think that what they've like what Netflix is giving people who love TV this and people who want to make good quality TV stuff a great venue because the, I mean you had HBO which they give you a lot of money and they give you the, like this the room to breathe yeah. rather than like networks for sure right however um, it's list it's directly it's like in a little box where people only people who have watched HBO or whatever and so it kind of leaves it there but I mean Netflix is they're, and it's not just because a lot of times HBO series are a little risky. That's oh yeah, all um, the time. All yeah. the time, and so because they like think, oh, I can do whatever I want, so I'm gonna make it a little Boobs. risky. <laughs> but but I think that Netflix they're bringing intensity to their shows, and I think yeah. I'm excited for Daredevil for that reason because I think Daredevil, um, you know, the, Daredevil has a sweet storyline. The way you know the fact that he's blind and you know some of the cool characters and mm-hmm. where he's at. It'll be interesting to see. That this as like an yeah, actual for series. Sure. I mean, all I can say is I Daredevil is probably my favorite Marvel superhero. So I I just hope they do him justice. And knowing that Marvel now has the rights back to Daredevil because you know Fox was it Fox? Uh, I believe so. It was either Fox. Yeah, it was Fox. I think it was Fox. Knowing that Marvel has the rights back, it just it brings so much. Uh, you know. It soothes my soul. It brings so much comfort to me. Oh, yeah. It's been good stuff. I, I think it'll be good. I'm excited. Is there anything new? Anything else? You know, no. I think I think we can move on to our final segment. All right. and For the, the show. We're going to talk about Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond. Oh, my gosh. Terry McGinnis. You can't. Terry McGinnis. I love Batman Beyond. I, I love Batman Beyond, too. There's, so, um, Pinterest, I like find a whole bunch of cool stuff from DC and comic stuff on Pinterest all the time and some of my like concept art for the Terry McGinnis Batman costume is mm-hmm. probably my favorite I've seen some pretty sick, sick concept uh, oh, Batman yeah. um, for Batman. a movie if they made a movie man it'd be I, so cool Back oh. to the Future meets Batman <laughs> <laughs> so I mean Batman Beyond I the and those those animated series you know Batman uh, the animated series, Superman, the animated series, all mm. those. Uh, what's the guy? Who's the guy who does the animation? Or the Paul Dini is the the writer, and Bruce Timm's the creator. There he, you go, Bruce Timm. Yeah. So all those ones that were done, I think, are phenomenal. All those. Series. Oh but yeah. Batman, when that first came out, and he had like the jet boots and like the wings, <laughs> the I was wings, like, oh. and this flying Batmobile. So dope. So cool. He. Uh, yeah, I actually listened to an interview recently. With Bruce Tim, Kevin Smith has a podcast called Fat Man on Batman. Yes, and I, I listened to it. Have you seen his documentary? Uh-uh. Uh, so he came out with a um, a documentary called Batman uh, Rising. Or hold on, uh, Kevin Smith did. Kevin Smith, Batman. Yeah, it's like. Um, Interesting. Uh, yeah, it is. It was a documentary, huh? It's about how batman like his so he does the podcast uh legends of the night that's what it's called so okay it's called legend of the night and he he does this, he's been doing a podcast about batman because he loves it right yeah but he, he, he realized that, that like this batman has done miracles for people who like kids you know and other parents oh yeah who, i know what this is yep. who have like gone through struggles and they like go they look towards batman because he was scared um as a kid right and uh-huh. he overcomes his fears by putting on the mask to become this entity to help the cities of Gotham, the, the city of Gotham. And so the whole, the legend of the night is all about, you know, how the comic, you know, how Batman's helped so many Americans and 
you know, kids that going through hard times to, to cling to, to a, a glimpse of hope. Because that's what Batman does, you know? Yeah, for sure. So I would recommend I haven't quite seen it yet. Um, I'm going to probably be doing that uh, here in the next little bit because I think it's on... It's on the iTunes store, the Google Play, and Amazon. So at some point in the next little bit, I'll watch it. And when I do, I'll make sure to give a little <laughs> review here on, on the show. Yeah, you should definitely. That's but, that's a cool idea because, you know, we had that uh, – actually at the the uh, Sundance Festival, they had the Bat Kid uh, Begins come out, which was a documentary on the, the kid that had cancer. Yeah. And he was about, uh, you know – Right before he died, they basically made him his life a live action Batman movie. So, so it's really cool. Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Let's get into Batman, though. Batman Beyond. Uh, it was interesting. I was going to say, uh, on that podcast, Bruce Tim was talking to Kevin Smith, and he said, you know, he's like, I honestly thought Batman Beyond was going to fail just because it, he's like, it wasn't Batman. It was Terry McGinnis, and they wanted a younger, brighter Batman, and... We just decided to, you know, kind of have fun with it and and do our own thing with it, but we weren't expecting it to be as successful as it was, and it was huge. And what was so cool, what I loved about Batman Beyond is they took such a different take with it. I mean, they had the Joker gang, not Joker, right? You know, it was so much in the future, but they had the Joker gang and the uh, what did they call it? The Royal Flush. The gang. Royal Flush gang. Oh, man. I thought, and I agree. Some cool I think villains. They had some great villains. I completely. Agree. I think that the, the villains were great. I feel like Terry really was uh, was a good choice to kind of replace for the future. It was a good choice to to replace uh, who who that was, you know, and um, and having Bruce Wayne kind of like mentor him and kind of. Um, having that conflict between Terry and, mm-hmm. and Bruce, him not thinking he was good enough to be Batman, but knowing, knowing that there needed to be a Batman. Um, I thought that was so interesting. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it's, it's, yeah, it was really cool to see that, you know, at the beginning of the series, Bruce Wayne still was Batman, but he was getting too old for it. Oh and yeah. He, just, he couldn't continue on, but it'll just, yeah, it shows you that Bruce Wayne believes that, Batman will always need, or Gotham City will always need, need a Batman. Right. Um, I also really liked the way they did the batterings. Yeah. I mean, the thing coming up out of his like the the, the bottom of his glove. Yeah, and that's like, so pss- cool. You're like, oh, that's so dope. <laughs> so, definitely one of my favorite shows of my childhood. I just remember the intro with the like, oh. the crazy like punk music. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, so, so bats so, flying. Such everywhere. a good '90s classic. Oh, yeah. I do know if you do love uh, the Batman Beyond uh, animated series, and that you they did they they are doing comics. Um, yeah, they are. Yep. So the the Batman Beyond series is still going in the comic series, and so what's cool too is, is they've put Batman in a uh, in uh, Justice League. So you got like Hawkman in it, who is uh, I think it's Shira, who's Hot Girl and Green Lantern's son. In at least in the TV series, did you ever watch Justice League Unlimited? Yes, they had the the most cool, like the coolest episode ever, and that was a uh, basically they had to go into the future, and you see the future Justice League, and it's Batman Beyond, Hawkman, and Hawkman's just like super cool looking because he's made out of metal. Oh yeah, they had a Green I Lantern. I remember this Static Shock. Static and Shock. Static Shock had these long gray dreads. I have to say. <laughs> I did not know that Static Shock was a DC character until really? about a week ago, uh, and his name was not Static; it was just called Shock. And uh, and that he's come out; they've come out with another comic, uh, like a New Fifty Two comic series, and I want to read it. But I really loved Static. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, actually, I did know that. And he's got like the sick dreads going on. But anyways, yep. no, I I think 
Um, I want I want them to make redo. I don't know if they will because I feel like co- like cartoons nowadays, especially like comic cartoons, because they have like live action cartoons or like live action superhero stuff that the cartoons have faltered in. It's always it's all about like the gat like not the um the kind of cheesy like. I'm going on an adventure. Well, I, and I don't know what it is. I just don't think people care anymore. Like, about, yeah, ju- like Young Justice. Did you see that? I did. Two and seasons. There's only two seasons. I know. Incredible. I, they don't have. So I've only watched it on I, uh, Netflix. But the first season was so I loved. It was so. I good. loved Robin and I loved um, Aqualad. Aqualad. <laughs> he was, was so a, cool. Tempest. That's his, his, at least the comic name. But he, in, yeah. in Aqualad, he's so good. It was, I really enjoyed it. I was like, oh, man, this is good. And they had uh, Ms. Martian. Yeah. Who, who's always trying to get... Who, who's she always trying to get with? Kid Flash was another one. Connor, Superboy. Dude, Super... I love Superboy. Yeah. I think I have... He, I like That show made me love Superboy. Me too. Because I was just like, he's just like a little well, Superman. He's lame. But I, after I, I saw that, I was so just like, oh. I man. have the DC Encyclopedia. Um, in my house, <laughs> and the Marvel Encyclopedia, but uh, one of his powers, at least in the DC Encyclopedia, it says that he can like touch stuff and can disintegrate some stuff. Oh, that's um, cool. And so that's kind of cool. But I like that. You know, um, I felt like Super the Superboy, especially in Young Justice, like um, it kind of gives you this this cool like instead of like oh um, we don't see much of Superboy, but that he um, had his own little venue and. and trying to find his graces in his in his maker because you know Batman, or superman didn't know about him yeah it was cool too because they included the wolf that he has in the comic book series yes like he's got a wolf following him around, and it's a so. big wolf it's not like some like puny little but but yeah like like what we were saying i just don't think people appreciate they don't i don't i don't know if superhero cartoons or people care anymore you know it's all about ninjago and adventure time <laughs> ninjago <laughs> and but I mean, DC still manages to to put out a, an animated uh, DC movie, movie, and they're incredible. I just yes. saw uh, Justice League: Throne of Atlantis. I've of heard. Atlantis. I've heard it's, it is so good. I've heard that it was really good, and I heard that Aquaman is a BA. Aquaman is the Aquaman gets a bad rep because he, he's one of the coolest. He's one of the coolest. Uh, Superheroes. superheroes ever yeah like it was funny because i was in one of my classes and one of the kids was arguing you saying he's just like aquaman is so lame he can't do anything if, if he's on land there's no way he could take out anybody and it's just like dude actually aquaman can control water and how much of our body is made out of water right the other thing is that like uh his like skin is super thick so he's like he, he's yep. he, he's bulletproof well and his uh trident is made is is uh durable and it's also like it it's made out of like magic in some way yeah, so yeah. he could take down superman with that yeah no i was uh so if you guys don't know if you want a great place to look for comic history is variant uh, variant on you search variant on youtube and you can find a whole bunch of histories of but aquaman's is one of the ones i watched and i was like oh that's really cool aquaman's cool and jason momoa will do a good job yes yes he will and i think that um the aquaman like especially in the new 52 store storyline they're doing a really good job at bringing like a hard A, um, Aquaman, especially in the at least what I've heard is the new Aquaman mo- or the new movie. Um, yep, Throne the, of Atlanta is doing. Just, they're doing a good because I think it's they tie it in with the the the, the, the new Justice League um, comic book storyline. Yep, it's it's actually yeah, it's it's based on a comic Throne of Atlantis, and I just I can't even say that Throne of Atlantis. Uh-huh. Um, but we need yeah. to practice with alliteration. <laughs> 
The new Fifty Two, they they rebooted. Of course, we know they rebooted their superheroes, and they had Justice League come out, which they had the animated movie Justice League War, and it's a sequel to that, and it's it's really. Did good. you like the Justice League War? Have you seen that? I really liked it. Yeah, I haven't seen. I need. I want to see it. I loved seeing some characters in it. Like I, I think another superhero that gets a bad rap that bad rep that people just don't understand is uh captain marvel or he's called shazam now in new 52 and he's that's really true. cool because of uh, billy baxton is, dude is i awesome. i agree i think i really liked oh shazam is in uh in the young justice he's played a couple good oh roles yeah in. you're right he does and, play it a couple uh, times it's and it's pretty good that like they don't know he's a kid and they're like, yeah oh. but no uh no shazam yeah um i actually Shazam is really cool. I actually have really kind of grown to like so like Shazam. Yeah, I I've come I I have more of an appreciation for him because of well more because of the comics, but the the movies have definitely helped with that. As have uh, with Cyborg. I mean, Cyborg's really cool too, and and we get to learn a little bit about him. And, and he's become more of a Justice like a mature character. Uh huh. As like in about you know five ten no five about ten years oh, ago. Oh yeah, he's not a Teen Titans anymore. Yeah, he's a straight up Justice League. Yeah, he's you know? a Justice League member. And, uh, I think that that's really cool. I think, um, I think you're right. I think that animation for comic stuff is has moved away because of the fact that um, kids are wanting to watch their live action stuff, and it saddens me because the because you have comic book series or comic or animations, they can do a lot of cool things with that. Um, so. Anyways, uh, that is, I don't know. That should conclude our show, I think. So thanks for listening. Uh, We will be back here next week, and we'll give you some awesome new insight about the Daredevil trailer and some other cool things that are coming. Oh, yeah. So thanks for listening to the Nerdbirds show. We're your hosts, Nathan Clark and Danny Rubio, and we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.